Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. I am so gratified that nowadays more of us are finally waking up a little bit and realizing that to help us feel better, to help us heal, maybe traditional medicine might not be the only way to go. Talking about things that are a little more holistic. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into that in just a moment. I found a place, a nonprofit center that has experts and quality care with all of this and combined over 60 years of research, study, knowledge, and wellness practices. And we're going to talk to Star Zuvala today. She's the woman behind it all. Welcome, Star. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. How are you? I, I just realized I did not give the name of the center. Please do. Flourish Center Hawaii. And she is from Hawaii, the beautiful island of Maui. And when did you realize that holistic approaches to making us feel better is really the way to go? What was your moment where it was like, wait a second, this, is, this works? I think it was when I, well, my background, my family's background is in holistic remedies and thinking and and all that stuff but it was in that time where i was probably on my second burnout recovery phase and i really had that time of like okay what am i doing wrong (laughs) maybe i have my values in the wrong place and then all these ideas just fired off of like oh what about balance what am i prioritizing Um, I work, work, work. I love working. I have a lot of energy, but maybe I'm not valuing the rest component of it. And maybe I should enjoy that a little more or so I just, yeah, I slowed down, started enjoying the moment. And um, now I love, I love my moments that are, you close your eyes and you get that deep relaxation And you get that balance so you can go at it again and again and again without the burnout, without the adrenal fatigue, you know, those, those things where you're like, oh no, I'm sick. Why? Do you find that you feel energized when you do close your eyes and just take time, just a moment to relax? Like it's almost like a reset button. Oh yeah. Mm. I look forward to those times now going outside, sitting in a chair, closing my eyes, feeling the wind on my skin. Um, I take a midday or whenever I can get it, like half hour where I lay in my feather bed and I close my eyes. And um, I really look forward to those times. And um, I call it the queen's time. (laughs) Time off. Time off. You know, I'm taking it. I'm taking it because the demands won't ever stop coming. And you have to put up those boundaries. You know what I'm doing tonight? What's that? Nothing. Yay, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. Uh, you know, I have one thing loosely planned, and it's it's holistically connected. Long story short, uh, somebody does Reiki healing, so I was going to do a virtual with them. I might. I might not. It depends on how I feel later. Um, but last night I was up a little bit later, um, just a friend situation going on and it was all good, but it's like, I need my, I need my time. You know, I need just, you know, it, I never realized it until I realized it and not about me, but I'm just sharing. 
echoing what you're saying, how impactful it can be. When we say that word holistic, for anybody that, that hasn't really fully figured it out, what, what does that mean to you? Attending to all levels, all parts of you. You cannot neglect one of them because it'll throw you off of that aligned balance that is the supreme centered state where you can handle everything that's coming at you. So it's the spirit, it's the emotional, it's the physical, it's the mental, it's the um, even environmental. I mean, there's a lot of more things, uh, financial, everything like that, but they all kind of trickle and affect the other. I guess if they're taken care of and if they aren't taken care of. I guess that's why they 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 call it balance. And uh, ironically, I am doing something later, getting my car fixed. And it was just, I hit a pothole. I don't know if you have those in Hawaii. We have them here in New York. And <laughs> just, you know, banged up a rim, started getting a flat. I bring that up because all four tires have to be operating properly or your car is going to be swerving all over the road. And now I'm on it, you know, spare, but, you know, it's not... It's not operating the way it should. And when one of those things is off, like your sleep, like your nutrition, like your spirituality, and on and on and on, like you're saying, it sets you, it sets you a little off balance where you, you can't be the best that you can be. Yeah, I call it um, operating at top gun levels. Are you at your top gun level? Are you at the best? Or are you 50%? Are you way low? And you have to take care of business. And it's work. It's, it's to some people, it's high maintenance, but it's absolutely worth it. If you feel good 24 seven, you're not up crash, you know, yeah. tell me about the center, how you help people. I know you have many practitioners. You've got a long history, which I'm going to get to in just a moment, a little bit deeper, but how does the flourish center help people flourish? We just opened in August. And so we have been utilizing videos, the medium of film, with arts, with holistic wellness. I have a new class of leveling up um, called Haze Supernova, fueling, fueling the supernova. And um, it's the best medium to get the messages out to a lot of people. Then we have a creative side of it with creative projects. Um, we brought positivity boost music, a concert into a school. Hmm. So bringing um, the needed after the wildfires. Wow. Kind of rejuvenation um, to feel good again. It was very powerful. It was very, very cool. Good for you. Um, and, uh, yeah, just coaching private sessions, you know, people that need the support that they're not getting elsewhere. Um, but yeah, we're, we're newbie, meaning it's now the umbrella and everything underneath flourish that I've been doing for a long time. And there's another coach, uh, Nina Cherry, who works with business coaching um, and and the wellness. So, how does somebody know that they? And you're in Hawaii, but you can work with anybody, correct? Yes. Okay. How would somebody know? Yeah, you know, I know there's something out there, 
And I, I think I need some help. How would they, would it be, they've gotten to the point where it's burnout. Would it be, they just feel that they're not, not moving forward in life or they, 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 there's, there's something greater, but it's not there right now. How would they find us? No, how would they, how would they know that they're, they should find you? Is it those things where, you know, the burnout that you had? Yeah, or that feeling because we work with people that are building and leveling up, but we're also working with people that are rebuilding, like they've gone through toxic stress, they've gone through loss, um, they've gone through things that have impacted their happiness, their success, they feel like, you know, they have um, things that are in their way, their obstacles, they need to overcome something. Um yeah, we help people actually redefine success too. And what do you prioritize? And sometimes if you're prioritizing the wrong thing, work, 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 more, 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 more. Well, that's not the direction that's bringing the results that you want. So let's try to see things differently, think differently, and do things differently to get a different result. Interesting that you say, what is success? Because we may think we know what success is, but we might not be happy. You know, I got exactly. this, I've got that, but I'm not really happy. It, 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 it really, it kind of polarizes and, and opens up your eyes to what, what really could be out there. There was a time probably a year or two back that I kept on seeing stories about millionaires and being depressed. Yep. Uh, one after the other, after the other. And of course, some of them taking their lives and it's like, wow, it just, you know, and then I researched and, and really what came out is, yeah, the beliefs that you have about what success means. And if you have material success and you're still unhappy, then one of your components, one of the parts of you is being neglected or starved or something. Um, you're not looking at it. You're not nurturing it, whatever the words are. Yeah. It, interesting that you bring that up because if you look at, and they've done the research, people who have won the lottery, millions of dollars, and you think it would change their life. But most of them, I think it's like 80 something percent of them don't have that money anymore. Their life is worse than it was before. They and they had said, it. I, I wish I never won the lottery. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you have uh, an interesting background. You have a theater background. I do. You also have a, is it, it's a master's degree in marriage and family therapy, right? Uh huh. So you, you have a, a interesting slice of things going on there. Do you also work with uh, people dealing with relationship challenges too? Oh, for sure. My clients, um, how you relate to yourself or the relationship that you have with yourself permeates into your relationships. And so if there is something going on, then usually um, relationships aren't successful. Mm. They're not working. You pick the wrong person or something like that. So there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle of relationships and why they work and, and how they can work better and attracting actually um, someone's, we usually attract people that are a match to where we're at. So if you elevate, then you attract a more elevated 
partner or it's a fit kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I've worked with um, clients where it's a lot in self-worth. So if you don't value yourself, you know, then you're going to get into a relationship sometimes with someone who doesn't value you. Let's talk about that. I know it, it's it's kind of a an age old thing, a cliche. You need to love yourself first before you can truly experience love with somebody else or properly love somebody. Uh, how does that work? I know this might be, you know, maybe it's rhetorical, but I've never asked that question. I've heard it. We've talked about it before. You got to love yourself, of course. Uh, and personally, I've learned that along the way that you really need to get to that point where you're good with yourself. You know, you, you appreciate yourself and all of that. Um, how does that work to help you navigate life? If you don't have a solid, healthy self-love, then you are dependent on the exterior world for everything that you need, your validation, Mm. your recognition. You are not, you have a very weak sense of self, so you're easily manipulated. Um, There's a lot of stuff that goes on with a solid, you know, a a solid base of self-love then you don't you become more independent and it's i don't need you to be okay i'm good and then you attract people with that same kind of mentality that treat you good because also you won't put up with bs yeah yeah (laughs) you have strong boundaries you know exactly how you want to be treated and you're good so it's like i'm okay to walk away from this if it's not treating me the way that I want it to, if it's not meeting my needs, if it's not at the level at which I take care of myself, then I'm, I'm okay on my own until I find someone who can bring me, um, or share in, um, a mutual mutual. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the same page. Uh, and, and I guess you're less needy and then yeah. you're going to track somebody who's needy and then they're going to feed off of each other. And eventually it's probably not going to go that well. Validation. And thank you for that. Uh, you, you explained that great, like crystal clear picture and validation okay. is, is huge because in my understanding, the majority of us deal with feeling that we're not good enough. And it just is what it is from our childhood. It could have been, you know, you did a painting and uh, you showed it to your mom and your your mom said, now, come on, we know the sky isn't green. And you're like, but it looks cool. <laughs> Look at it. It was, I was being creative. And you, that, that one little episode could have been something that planted the seed that, well, I'm not good enough. I got to keep going. I got to keep trying. I got to. And then you go through life looking for others to validate you where as you say, if you have a good sense of love and worth, I'm good. I don't care what people think. Sky's green. Looks fantastic. And that's it. That's the way it's going to be. And it helps you to be an independent thinker. Absolutely. And then launch off into exploring, adventuring, trying. And, and if someone doesn't like it, it's okay. Well, maybe it's not meant for you. Right. 
And you're not my target market. Yes, confidence. Absolutely. Is this is my vision? This is what I want to do. I'm not um, looking for you to or for for permission or for you to be okay with what I'm doing. It's no, I, I'm doing it my way. Mm-hmm. It makes you f- liberated as well. Why do you think many of us are afraid to look at ourselves, our self love, worth, and all of that? Why do we feel guilty, many of us doing that? Because maybe a few things that, again, it's the balance. It's the golden middle. If you love yourself too much, that's selfish. That's, you know, can get a bad rep. Um, And so maybe it's like, okay, I can't love myself because I don't want to be egotistical. Well, if you're in the middle and you think of others, you care others, you um, take care of others in an equal balance, then it's a good place. And also it is a societal thing. I believe there's conditioning that is a little bit toxic Mm. of that improving yourself comes with a little bit of something other or less than impressive. Like instead of having courage to work on yourself, it's um, it has a little bit of where you want to keep it private. Because we always think we have to be perfect. So, you know, for somebody Ooh. to say, right, the perfectionism toxic, thing. Yeah. Toxic professional per- perfectionism. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a facade. Uh, totally. I, I, I'm imperfect. And, and it's okay. Yeah. It's all right because, and I don't want to just default to it's good enough, but it is, it's okay. And many times when we say, you know, those who are, try to be perfect, uh, even if you have something that you think is, well, it's not, it's not perfect. It's usually fantastic. It's you overthinking it. I'll tell you in my journey, and this was a couple of years ago, I spoke to a friend she, I've known her since I was 17. She was my best friend's girlfriend back then. And she's a therapist. And she knows my life, everything going on. And she said to me, you know, those people in your life, they don't serve you anymore. And I was like, what? It sounded dirty. It almost sounded <laughs> like, like, like I'm the king up on the hill. You be gone. You don't serve me anymore. And then I thought about it. I'm like, no, life has changed that that group they're they're not me they're i i'm i'm different i've 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 gone a different path and i'm proud of my path and that's the way it's, it needs to be um but it was a hard lesson to realize people or things or situations maybe it could be even a job doesn't serve you we all change we should be anyway right uh yeah learning growing right. evolving do you think that we reevaluate this is what i heard what are your th- what are your thoughts that we reevaluate our lives even not even consciously we're just doing it we're thinking it basically every 5 years and we look and we you know see what we got going on and then you know the the uh the 7 year itch where a lot of relationships may end or be reevaluated that comes with an extra 2 years of making a decision what do I want to do? Should I do something? Should I make a change? And they say sometimes it's in seven-year slices. What do you think about that? 
Absolutely. Because what are you going to do with this life? Are you doing what you want with this gift of a life? What do you want to accomplish before the end on your deathbed and said, yes, I did it all. I was brave and I went after it and I did it. And doubt was fear, Yep. you know? So if I, if, you know, if you're on your deathbed, whoever is like, yes, I was happy. It was an epic ride. I enjoyed the moment. I didn't live in the past. I didn't live in the future. I was a success. I attained what I wanted to and, and lived it to the utmost. Then that's a quality life. That's a satisfying life, a fulfilling life of that. You're happy. I mean, there was a time in my life where I wasn't happy in my teens and twenties and stuff like that. And, and, uh, the Gandhi quote, be the change in the world that you wish to see. It was kind of like I was waiting for happiness to just drop in my lap. Why am I not happy? Why is it not here? And then I got the message. It's like, um, <laughs> no one's coming, sister. You got to light it up yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so true. Like we, well, then it goes right back to uh, relationships where if you haven't found yourself, you're looking for that in somebody else. Well, make me happy. Where's my validation? Come on. Where is it? It's not going to happen. And eventually if it's the, you know a, a relationship, uh, it's going to go sour because one or one or both people are going to realize that, wait a minute, I need to, I'm growing here. You're growing there. Or one is growing, one is not. Uh, eventually it's probably not going to work. Tell me how it how it does work if somebody wants to connect with you at the Flourish Center, um, how the whole process works. Um, you can go to the website, flourishcenterhawaii.com and sign up for an appointment, a 30-minute free consult. Um, you can email flourishcenterhawaii at gmail. Um, and uh, there's other products if you know someone may not have the money for coaching you know i i have my book that is out on amazon brilliant you 19 inspirational tips for creating the life you want um there's other products you know um for lightening your life uplifting spirits um so it just depends on what it is that you want to work on? Is it in the body? Is it body movement? Is it the mind? And my book is all, you know, it's all about positizing the mind because when knowledge is power. And so when you positize the mind, it affects every single part of your life. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. <laughs> so yeah. it's, I mean, the mind over matter. It really is. It's very powerful. And once people like, oh, wait a second, I have the power to change my life. I just have to get the coaching. I have to get the mentoring. I have to get the knowledge. Okay, I'll put I'll put the work out because it can happen. Absolutely. It takes time. Sure. There's no magic pill, right? But some people, they don't have the hope. They lose hope because it's not happening quick enough. Well, this is a long haul marathon, you know, of change. There was, um, in 1998, I remember I came into this quote that said, when someone wants to change, like really change, they want to, 
somebody's not forcing them to change. They really want to. It can take sometimes 10 years. And I was like, really? Hmm. And it's, and because it depends on the severity, of course, of what needs to be changed. Is it a quick fix? I mean, like, you know, there's a continuum. Sure. You know, I, I, I get what you're saying because our lives are this and, you know, we might be here and we're thinking, I need to change. I need to change. But you got this and you have that left over and it does take time. And I've done even in the last uh, year or two, I'll look back in like six month increments and like while you're living your life, it's like, well, nothing's really new. Nothing's when you take a look at it and you're on the path to change. And, and you're, you're looking at things or trying to be as positive as you can. You take that six-month slice and you look at him like, that's pretty damn good. A lot of good stuff went on there. You know, I did go from here to here, but we don't see it a lot of times. We don't see it. Tiny, tiny progress. Yeah. And then you're like, wow. I mean, serious. Like, you're, you can be a, a negative thinker and, and limiting beliefs. And then if you work at it, work at it, positive affirmations every single day. And then, wow, I really jump to the first thing. It's positive. How can I see what's positive about every situation that happens instead of, oh my gosh, that really sucked. And why does this happen to me? Or the negative rabbit hole. Without a doubt. And I can, I can honestly tell you. If I went back five years, I probably was the same person five years before and probably the same person five years before. But if I look now and go back a year, I'm a different person. If I go back a year before that, I'm a different person. If I go back three years, I'm a totally different person. Even even month by month, I see little things and it it's because of people like you. It really is. Well, what we focus on is what builds so what are you focusing on? Yeah. Positive, negative, the past, the future, you know, being here in this moment is the point of power. What are you going to do with it? Well, uh, in closing, and we're just about out of time, that was my wake up call because I met somebody, uh, just a friend. We used to hang, not anymore, but she said to me, she goes, why don't you ever live in the moment? And I said, what are you talking about? Because, you know, you don't live in the moment. You're thinking about the past, the future. What about now? I didn't even know what she was talking about until I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's part of it. There you go. And just for just what you said, this is your moment now. Forget about all the stuff around you. What are you going to do with this moment? What's, uh, what's the website, Star? How do we find you? FlourishCenterHawaii.com. There's a lot of different things on there. Look for what we offer. There's 12 things that we offer. There's another 12 that are free resources as well to rejuvenate you, invigorate you, um, help you build what you want to. And just really quickly, as I wanted to touch on, is that we are an arts and educational organization. So we intertwine the importance of art to unlock and uh, parts of you, and also um, unleash the creative spirit. It helps you to connect with your joy 
and then to make the work fun because <laughs> some it's hard work, you know, sometimes of of change and bringing those changes and such. So making it as enjoyable as possible. I love the art connection. I really do. It's something very unique and art is everywhere. I mean, right down to music, you know, look at what we feel when we listen to music. What, what are you doing? You're hearing a vibration that can potentially heal you and it's all comes right back to art, right? Yeah. I w I've been an artist my whole life. That was my first love singing and dancing. And so there's something about music that is the gateway to connecting with the deepest part of yourselves and bringing healing and bringing change and making you feel good. Yep. Again, everybody wants to feel good. Well, we can actually make ourselves feel good with natural dopamine that is released in the body through listening to music. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go, I mean, we could talk forever about I this. I know we could. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. And, and why does that work? Because everything is a vibration. We're all energy and vibration. When you listen to music, there's vibration that makes the sound and that has an impact on, on you negative or positive, you know, depends on the direction you go in. Um, we're out of time. I don't want to stop, but I got to, <laughs> yeah, I know I could talk about this for years and uh, I have <laughs> same, same, uh, wonderful Thank meeting you. you star and talking with Pleasure. you and, uh, looking forward next time we get a chance to talk. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. I'm doing nothing tonight and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Me yeah. time. Yeah. Thank be, you. Please. Yeah. And some more. Uh, I'll, I'll be in the, what did you call it? The queen bed, the, the king bed. What, what did you call it? The queen? Uh, queen's time. Queen's king's time. time. King's time. There you go. All right. Until next King's time and Queen's time. Uh, be well. We'll talk soon. Okay. Be well. Thanks. We'll Thank be right you. back. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.